Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Should the golfers who maybe stayed loyal and turned down live, should they be made whole financially? <laughs> I mean, Holly the simple answer is Miami yes. FLA. The complex answer is how does that happen? Hitchhiked right? And that's all That's all gray area and up, up in the air at the minute. But yeah, there's, you know, it's hard, to, it's hard for me to not sit up here and feel somewhat like a sacrificial lamb. And, you know, feeling like I've put myself out there and this is what happens. Again, Removing myself from the situation, I see how this is better for the game of golf. There's no denying that. But for me as an individual, yeah, I there's just going to have to be conversations that are not on the island. In the back room, she was everybody's darling. But she never lost her head, even when she was given head. She says, hey, babe, take a walk on the wild side said, hey, babe, take a walk on the wild side. And the colored girls go do 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 25 minutes away from 10 o'clock. Uh, we're just going to reset Smithy's channel there. Um, lots of good texts coming in around the Live Golf PGA Golf situation. And we want to hear from you on 0800-150-811. Um, first up this morning from North Canterbury, just down the road from me, he's in Kaipoi. It's Neville. Morning, Nev. How you doing? Oh, I'm good, thanks. I was having a laugh at that little um, um, voice over there you were playing there of McElroy. Mm. Uh, yeah, yeah well, I mean. <laughs> he hasn't learned. He still hasn't learned. On one hand, he says it's good for golf, and then he says, oh, no, there's going to have to be repercussions. Well, I think he needs to just butt out because... Um, Honestly, he, he really has shown his immaturity all the way through. Um, I think it will be good for golf, obviously, because um, all the best players in the world can now play together and enjoy it. Um, I think the majors I don't know, showed do that... I'll be pardon? Oh, carry on, sorry. Carry on. No, I think the two majors showed that something had to happen because the players um, were going to really, um, I think, have a bigger say in things than Monaghan and Talley. Well, mainly Monaghan. I think he realised his job was going to be on the line because he's been the problem all the way through. Uh, If he had engaged in dialogue with Norman in the beginning... None of all this rubbish would have happened and the PGA Tour would not have had to put up extra hundreds of millions of dollars. Um, they could have had um, the arrangement well worked out with Luke just being an end-of-year um, money grab for those who could qualify and um, 
I've got to avoid it almost, but um, they've gone through it, and now they've just got to get on with it and um, let's get golf back on track. So Neville, can I just ask you, what do you think? What do you think prompted this? Was it the fact that the the legal battles were going to be so damned expensive? It was just pouring money down the drain, and they thought, well, at the end of it, you know, it's inevitable we will get back together. What do you think prompted this, uh, almost like this clandestine get together by two or three individuals? Well, I, I'm a bit um, cynical. I've got I've got a feeling Monaghan and Pally realised that they had been going down the wrong line, and I I, I reckon Monaghan was trying to prepare his job. <laughs> and I'm probably a bit cynical, but I think there's a bit of that there as well. Um, and I think they realised that those two majors that we just had go, you know, how much we need all the best golfers playing together. And realised that if they didn't do something, um, well, they were going to be in trouble themselves because a lot of the players had had enough of them making decisions without communicating with the players. You know, when they the PGA Tour brought out all these new tournaments with no cuts, a lot of the players were up in arms and are on record as saying. Oh, they make all these decisions without consulting it. It's not good enough. So um, I think there's a bit of them protecting themselves. On the hand, he, he, he honestly has been the problem all the way through. So just finally, Neville, uh, can I ask you, um, Barry's waiting on the line patiently, so we'll get to Barry in a second. Um, I, I just ask you, when the players have a meeting with Monaghan, as they did in Canada yesterday, someone stands up and says, "We, uh, well, I think you should go, and uh, basically the room support him uh, with a round of applause. What does that tell Monaghan, and will he go? Oh, how, how, how would I know? Even although it was funny when he said... Um, people are going to accuse me as being a hypocrite, and he admitted it straight out. But if the players have said he should go, well, I I would like to think he would go because, well, as I said, he's he's been a major problem, and world golf has not improved with the PGA Tour dominating it. Their attitude with the world rankings, having Monaghan and Pally on that board. The world rankings is ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Um, so, in my opinion, he should go. And then okay. Cool, Neville. Uh, really appreciated your thoughts this morning. Uh, been around the golf game for a long period of time. Uh, nice to hear that um, from you. Barry from Palmerston North. Barry, good morning to you. Yeah. Hey, hey, Smithy. Hey, um, um, golf. Golf fanatic watcher, right? And yep. and and it's good. It's, what's happened is good for the watcher, right? But I I, I, I like Rory, you know, and, and these boys saying, oh, they should be compensated. It's not like they haven't got a dollar, hey. I mean, how well, much money well, do you need? <laughs> That, that is the thing. How much money do you need? And that was probably the argument right from the outset uh, when these guys accept these, these exorbitant amounts of money to go and play less golf with a smaller format. Uh, and that was, I think, uh, the, the issue right from the word go. But 
you know, I don't think anyone's going to walk away from golf. You know, Rory's probably got fifty million in the bank, and he and he's upset that he could have got three hundred and fifty million. Well, you know, what's the difference? You know, look, it's good. I, I, I'm surprised it came this this early, but it's good for us, yeah, you know, viewers. Because um, how, how good was that uh, tournament last weekend, eh? You know, that was just magic. The tough course, Jack Nicholas's course. Yeah, the timing's interesting too, uh, Barry, because, of course, uh, next week they play in Canada this week, but next week uh, they all come together anyway for the US Open. So uh, yeah. it'll be interesting to see the, the tension around there. But, and they reckon they've got that course set up real tough. So I'm, I'm so looking forward to that. But, yeah. but um, I, I'll give you the tip now, Smithy, all right? Yep. Moynihan, he'll, he'll be gone in a month. But that, that was part of the deal, like unbeknownst to everyone else. Okay. Okay, Barry, we'll keep an eye on that. Um he doesn't think he will. He's uh, named himself as the CEO of the new venture. So uh, we'll wait and see if that comes to fruition. We'll take a quick break uh, and hopefully get uh, a little bit of a window to get some more calls in. It's 9.43. Right, uh, it is uh, 9.48. Uh, Brian, is Joey uh, still there or is uh, Joey's there? Good morning, Joey from Gizzy. How are you? Yeah, great, mate, great. Hey, listen, I think it's a great thing that the mergers happened. Um, we've got to need a look at... Uh, the PGA dominated golf for so long. I mean, the PGA signed a $8.3 billion global TV deal for six years in 2021, yet they have professional players play two days for free and garner huge TV coverage from it. What I think Liv's done, Smithy, is actually leveled the playing field, not with the big signing on money, but the concept that everybody who plays gets paid and is able to make a living. That's why there was so much eagerness for people to jump across to that tour, those who weren't in the top 50. Because you turn up for three days' work, you know what you're going to get paid, and if you finish in the top in the top 10, you make you make the big money. So what I think you've found is that some of the hypocrisy with the PGA scorning is the live tour because of Saudi's human rights. There's only one way forward for that country to, to put their rights behind them, and that's for people to actually... You know, look at it and say, okay, that's the past. Is there a future? And when we look at the PGA Pinnacle event, the Masters, it's based in Augusta, where it is the owners of slaves who played in that. And until Woods came along, was an all-white institution smithy. So there's some hypocrisy in the history of the PGA that we really need to have a look at if we're going to start pointing fingers and saying the Saudi money is so bad. Yet the Olympics, the World Cups, the Diamond League are all significantly sponsored by this fund, which is promoting sports globally. So without the Saudis, we're putting money into global sport at present. There's no one else, maybe, that I can see. I think that's a, a, a very good point, and I think that uh, at the bottom of this whole thing is the fact, and even McElroy has acknowledged this, Joe, uh, is the fact that golf will be the beneficiary in the end because it shores up the future for all future players as well. Um, you know, the young guys who are going on the Corn Ferry Tour, there'll be uh, extra money, you would think, for them. It'll, it'll filter down 
the Champions Tour, the likes of uh, Stephen Elka will be playing for bigger purses. Um, the LPGA won't be uh, missing out as well. So uh, I think it's um, it's going gonna, it's gonna to shore up golf. It's, it's, it's like we talked about, you know, it's very similar to, um, you know, it, it's the processes. It's the protocol and the processes, I think, that has uh, caught everyone by surprise. And, of course, when you do that, Joe, you get mixed reaction. You're definitely right there, Smitty. And you've got, you've got people like Monaghan with his hand out. And you, he's got to be getting a kicker somewhere. Let's all just face that. But oh. what we've got to look now is what is the view of the game? Dead right. Absolutely dead right. We do have to uh, to look forward to that. And, uh, you know, the, the US Open, I'm glad the US Open is next week. It'll be a bit frosty for some people around there for a while. Um, but uh, it will make golf the focus again with uh, those players getting back together. And, of course, that'll be a snapshot of how the PGA will look going forward uh, because the other players will at some stage be filtered back in there, whether it's through the Rory McIlroy system or whether it's an easier system than that. We'll have to wait and see. But Joe, thanks very much for being patient. Thanks for your thoughts there. And, Louis, uh, before we head to uh, a break, you've got uh, a little bit of information as to how this might all unfold on the back of a tweet. Yeah, well, Michael Goldstein, who we had on the show yesterday, is very plugged into this sort of thing, and he follows the administration side closely. Smithy, there's something called the PIP, which is the Player Impact Program. Now, they brought this into the PGA Tour a couple of years ago to try and, well, essentially remunerate the golfers that were boosting engagement and publicity of the PGA Tour by rewarding them. So the top 25 players, the players that get the viewers, the players that get the fans, that get the boots on the ground. So they essentially had a $100 million fund and they were divvying up how they saw fear. Michael Goldstein has rightly pointed out that there is a lever here to be pulled and that is the PIP. He says it was $100 million to 20 players last year. So... In 2023 and beyond, what does it go to with this investment from the investment fund? He reckons it could move to 300 million to 20 to 25 players with any of the live players ineligible to receive that funding. So that would mean he's scaled at $36 million for Rory each year, 27 for Spieth, etc., etc. There is already a fund allocated to it. They have a cash injection and they can set the rules how they like. Okay, interesting. Right, thanks for that information, Louis. Thanks also to uh, everyone that's called in this morning. Uh, we've got a lot of text to read out. Uh, we'll do that in the next couple of hours as well. Uh, we'll take a short break. Uh, when we come back, uh, we'll look at what's coming up in the next hour here on SENZ.